0: Welcome to Unwanted Guests, the podcast that teaches you about insects and other pests that may join you in and around your home. During this episode, we will discuss how those unwanted guests enter your home. This is the time of year when we're out going about our business, going into unused areas like storage closets, storage buildings, garage, attics, every place else. And we might be encountering a few pests as we go into these areas. At the same time, you may also be traveling and possibly bringing in these unwanted guests back home with you, or on the same token, you may be having guests come to visit you and they may also bring in some of these unwanted guests. So today we're gonna talk about everything that we consider Occasional invaders that get there because somebody else might've brought them or might've shown up because of not paying attention.
1: Everybody's going to be locking down their house after this episode. It's like, sorry, no visitors. You're not coming in. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, cause especially this also, so our listeners will understand part of this is personal I had gone out to visit my mom and I ran across a few things and realized, wow, cockroaches, especially these little German cockroaches. Well, if you buy something at the store and you didn't know they were there, they can land in your pantry. Mm-hmm. And then when you get the yelling out, why do you why are your cockroaches bothering me? So, all right, I'm going to pick on Wizzy. How would those little German, those little bitty cockroaches come to visit?
1: Well, German cockroaches are going to be strictly indoors. And those are a species that you typically don't find outside. There are cockroaches that look like German cockroaches that you can find outside, but those are capable of flying and they actually have different markings on their face. But I'm sure no one other than me would be looking at cockroach faces. (laughs) um, But when you're bringing things in, um, this could be, like you said, somebody else that's visiting your home. If they have an infestation that you are unaware of, or maybe they are unaware of, then those things can crawl into items that they're bringing to your home. And so that could be introduced. Another way that you can get things is um, like if you're purchasing secondhand items, um, I was
0: thinking thrift store
1: furniture and consignment or thrift stores. A lot of people that's like a big thing now going thrifting. If you are somebody that that is something that you enjoy doing, always make sure that you inspect items before you bring them in. Uh, yard sales are another one. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. Um, cardboard boxes yeah yes. oh yeah if if you're one of those people that are like i think boxes because i see those posts <laughs> make sure you're checking those cardboard boxes before you actually uh, bring them into your house because they can get into the little corrugated areas especially the nymphs because they're tt tiny and you wouldn't even see them so you got to be real careful about that sort of thing so inspect anything before it comes into your house, just to be on the safe side.
0: Well, and and bedbugs are another one that would be like M- Molly, who travels a lot like the rest of us, you know, you're, you're never sure where you're going to pick up that random bedbug.
2: Yes, I actually had a dream last. Le- this is funny, because I had a dream last night about bedbugs. It's coming back to me right now. But yeah, well, I think it's because we were having, I was having a conversation this weekend at a softball tournament and um, one of the dads was saying like what, you know, how he was asking how common they were, this, that, and the other. And, and his main question was, well, how do you even get them to begin with? And I said, well, you just leave, you just leave your house and you go somewhere and you sit down and you put your bag down and they crawl into your bag or you go to the movie theater and you sit down and they crawl into the seams of your jeans. And um, they just they're hitchhikers. They're known hitchhikers. So you go somewhere where they are, you pick one or two up and then that's all it takes as long as it's a, a bred female who's going to lay eggs. Very soon you have a little infestation in your home. And with bed bugs, oftentimes you don't realize you have a problem until you have a very big problem.
0: As much as I travel, because this is a time of year when the hotel people tell you how many nights you've spent someplace, but I'm asked all the time, do you check the room? And I'm like, yeah, I check it for a lot of things because again, I don't want those little cockroaches and I don't want bed bugs, but there's other little things that can hitchhike. So, you know, it's one of those things. Yes, you do. Being very aware of your surroundings is a good thing. Even especially if you're visiting someone else's home. Hotels are one thing. I mean, you know what they're doing. But if you're going to go visit grandma or great aunt Edna.
1: Or if you're doing like Airbnb or something like that. Yeah. Definitely need to take a gander because those people may not know
0: especially at this time of year which leads me to the other one and the reason I threw this one in is it has to do with pantry pests. but there's also this this time of year where we do some random gift giving <laughs> where sometimes the pantry pests aren't the main attraction of your gift but you might get an extra bonus for that one you're saying you're a regifter janet I'm not so much a regret no what it was was um, dog biscuits oh yeah you all know I'm a, a dog owner but the 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 biscuits came in and I had put them away and did not think about it and a month later <laughs> we had some very interesting little flying insects called Indian meal moss and we were like oh okay Okay. Well,
1: So this is a great time because everybody kind of goes into the, you know, massive cooking, baking, mm-hmm. you know, doing whatever. And so use up all your old stuff first, <laughs> get that stuff out of there and turned over. That way you're not having older sit in the back corner of your cabinet and then possibly hatching something out that you don't want in there.
3: Yeah, Janet, your dog biscuit scenario makes sense. I was over here thinking you were wrapping up an old thing of flour or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's that. And I'm trying to think it was something else like nuts. It was some weird thing that came in that Dr. Merchant actually got. And it was, it was one of those Christmas things that nobody thought about.
1: Well, I've had before um, the... I don't I don't it was either cigarette beetles or drugstore beetles I don't know I didn't look that close so yeah I don't remember because this was years ago but I had some little chocolate things in yes. my desk drawer and I opened it up to eat it and I'm like oh yeah I'm not doing that
3: <laughs> it, it was, was like a little
1: larvae and the beetles are crawling out and I was just like oh I don't know how long that's okay. been in there
0: it was chocolate <laughs> <laughs> and
1: yeah, it will, put yeah. It will put you off. For a few so days. I mean, it, it could be literally any. Especially if somebody is going to uh like Mexico or something, and they're bringing back a gift, a lot of times they do those dried pepper thingies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Those can have stored product pests. Uh, I've seen Indian meal moths coming out of those suckers like nobody's business. So I'm not saying don't buy them because. Super cool. But if you do buy them and bring them back, you might want to stick them in the freezer for a week or so before you hang them and do whatever.
3: And so, that being said, a, a good rule of thumb, too, with all of your products is, you know, air, airtight containers. And like you mentioned, was he putting those in, in the freezer to kill off anything?
1: Or, or if you are going vacation you're leaving for a long period of time over Christmas break because I've had this happen to me too when when I went to visit my parents I was gone for about two weeks and when I came back to my apartment this was like right after I graduated college um you know pantry pests I had Indian meal moths flying everywhere in the apartment because they had emerged when I was gone. So if you are going to be gone for a period of time, stick those items either in the refrigerator, slow things down, or in the freezer. Just make sure or try to use it up before you leave. That could be you know, pantry products, pet food, bird seed, any of those items. Any plant-based,
0: I guess, material. Yeah. Which leads to my next plant based material. <laughs> There's two things we bring in during the um, December, month of December, that generally is associated with this time of year. One of them being live Christmas trees, the other one being firewood. So, who wants to take on the Christmas tree, all the weird stuff you can get? <laughs> and no, it's not a. Sh- I'm not thinking Uh, Christmas vacation. I was
1: going to say, think Christmas vacation and they have the squirrel in the tree. That's like (laughs) perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Not that I've ever had a squirrel come out of a live Christmas tree before, but, you know, I, I don't have a live Christmas tree anymore. I know when we were little, we would actually get a live Christmas tree or when I was little, we would get a live Christmas tree and it was actually one that you could plant afterwards. And so my parents have these like ginormous Christmas trees now, but they don't live in Texas so they can actually grow pine trees (laughs) where they live. But you know, these are coming from nature and yes, they, they treat them. And I know Texas here, they like spray them with green spray. So they actually look like nice and green, but these can have insects on them. So this is one of those things you do have to be aware that you could be bringing things in so you would want uh look for you know uh and aphid those will be aphid things uh bagworms are another one which you know in my opinion that's just kind of like extra ornaments that you mm-hmm. don't have to hang on the tree Yeah. <laughs> so you can just it, it's nature's decoration yeah um but you know they there are different types of insects that you could definitely use um uh, Spiders, there's yeah, spiders, spiders mites. I mean, there could be all sorts of stuff.
2: People are always so afraid of spiders, so much more afraid of spiders than I think any other insect. So, um, these are probably not going to be the spiders that are super harmful, they're just spiders living in that tree. And I have y'all heard this that there's it's like a German um uh folklore the or spider? something how spiders yes! are good luck. Right.
1: Well, there's the there's actually a Christmas story about a Christmas spider
2: an, and an old lady.
1: It actually, no, it's like a the spider comes in, and that's actually where the sparkly tinsel came. Oh, okay. From on the tree because of the web that they did, yeah. and so because I, I have an or, a spider ornament, it came with like a little book thingy. Yeah. But so but yeah. that's like a something enjoy but, the spiders you can have yeah. the natural again nature's decoration
0: that's right Well, it that, about spiders and so if you go and get your wherever you store your ornaments your hanukkah christmas kwanzaa whatever ornaments you're s- storing decoration they're, good, they're going to have i mean i even have tubs for other holidays during the year so yes spiders could possibly be hanging out around there and there's one thing for if it's a jumping spider it's a whole other thing if it's a brown recluse or a black widow
1: right which if it's in a hidden location that are very often indoors i'm going to probably guess that it's going to be a recluse more so than a widow Mm -hmm. uh widows tend to be more outdoors in my opinion than recluse Um, But it's always a good idea when you are getting those decorations out of storage that you wear leather gloves on your hands just to make sure if you're reaching in some place, you're not going to be bitten by something that can
0: cause issues later on. Wow. So you listeners, you just didn't know all the things that are out there. Because I mean, now let's talk about firewood and it doesn't matter if I'm putting firewood in a fireplace or I've got a fire pit out on my backyard, or I've got the smoker. Because firewood is just what? Wood. Wood. And Harbridge. harborage. <laughs> well, oh, that's what? what you wanted us to say.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Depends yeah. depends on what insect she was talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so anything from a beetle to a cockroach. I mean, scorpions love my my firewood. Centipedes.
1: Oh yeah, centipedes, Bryant. That's a good one. Yeah, oh, yeah. that, yes, that is- could be surprising if they have like the big oh, yeah. centipedes, like coming. Scolopendra.
3: <laughs> Yeah. So, I I mean, a a good, a good reminder is we always recommend not keeping that firewood directly, you know, along the house uh, where you're providing harborage for for those pest insects to then be closer to you. Um, A good rule of thumb and what we do at our house is we have our wood pile that is tarped off away from the house. Um, It's extra work, but you kind of bring in what you use that day. Um, Honestly, we don't even bring it inside. We kind of have a very small stack outside of our door um and that kind of gives time for any of those you know roaches or you know scorpions centipedes things that will crawl away will go away um when you're talking about beetles i mean a a lot of those pieces of firewood too can can harbor pest beetles um so it is also good to burn through all of your firewood each year too but don't panic those
1: the beetles that are typically found in firewood are not going to be emerging out and infesting whatever wood you have in your house those are Very generally true. different ones
2: we did a whole podcast on that too so if people are yeah. have questions about it about this time last year I think we did
1: yes we did. I will try to remember to put the link
0: in the notes so the only other thing I can think of and this one's random but again, because we may be getting a lot or having a lot of fruit around would be fruit flies. And, and and I'm thinking, of you you
1: get that. What, who is a catalog and I never buy their stuff. It's like they sell apples and pears and oranges. It's like David's something or other.
2: Yeah. David and something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, if you buy that stuff or, you know, you buy that, I don't know, ginormous bag of oranges that you can get at the grocery store right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be very careful about where you're putting. It. You know, it looks pretty when you stick it in a bowl and it's in the middle of the table. And you know, I always try to do that to pull my kid and husband into maybe possibly eating more fruit. It doesn't actually work, but you know, I got to give it a try. I'm thinking, oh, if it's out and not in the refrigerator where they can't see it, then they'll eat it more. It doesn't work. But if you do that because your people actually eat <laughs> um, you want to be very careful about how long that sits there because things can come in like fruit flies and cause problems. The other thing that you need to be careful of is if you have some random one that falls in some location that you don't know of then that can really lead to some major issues. And that can also be on trees because don't people do like orange things and cloves and make those in places?
2: Yeah, my mother used to jab cloves into her oranges and it was supposed to make it smell good, but all it made was all the juice ooze out and then it would get at the bottom of the bowl. And every year we'd have a major, you know you'd move the bowl a little bit and all these fruit flies would come out like a cloud.
3: Mm, maggot soup (laughs) (laughs) so uh what about uh, sorry I I kind of interrupted you fungus gnats so a lot of people are bringing in their plants and whatnot and also it is it is winter so those of you who don't know um your your plants your indoor plants that you're bringing in don't need as much water um as you would be giving them you know in the summer months so if you are overwatering your indoor plants and those roots begin to rot, you are creating an environment that is perfect for fungus gnats.
2: Yep. And poinsettias too, people, you know, we just overwater things inside and forget that it doesn't evaporate as quickly inside than outside.
1: You're loving it too much.
2: Yes, <laughs> you're loving it to death.
1: <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. And if you did bring your plants in from outdoors, hopefully you did this because it's probably past time at this point. But those plants would need to be inspected to make sure that you're not bringing in things like white flies and mealybugs and aphids and all that stuff, because
3: then you cluster so
1: those plants in like one area in your house and then it kind of spreads and then it just gets ridiculously out of hand. Yeah. And,
2: and these I'm aren't things that from are going <laughs> to, these aren't things off that plant that are going to, you know, infest behind your walls or anything like that. But if you have other potted plants or you just don't like bugs in your house, then check out your plants before you bring them in
0: or if you've just heard this podcast and you forgot to might we remind you when you go to check them over the next couple of days do check them make sure you don't have anything crawling even like a big cockroach could come crawling out of those plants
1: Mm -hmm. or you can have ants nesting in the pots
0: i've had that happen before that was not pretty
1: Well, fortunately, if you do have ants nesting in the pots, they kind of stay in there for the most part. I mean, they might come out for looking for food, but usually if they're like an actual colony in the pot, they're pretty much contained and they hang out in that spot. And, you know, I would just put them out on the porch. I wouldn't panic. But, you know, again, I'm me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a normal human.
3: So we mentioned the stored product pests um and we talked a little bit about dermestids but also you know more on fabric and paper pests so dermestid beetles are a big one um we're all pulling out our winter wear now so clothes moss uh, might be something that you encounter and then um everyone's favorite silverfish (laughs) I, i love silverfish i feel like when people see it though they're like what is that
2: yeah, I get that a lot too, and I—I I feel like that was one of the first insects that I recognized as a child, or had in my house, or something. So, it doesn't blow my mind, but I get a lot of people that are like, "I have never seen that before in my life." I guess they—they yeah. they didn't have a sweaty brothers who threw sweaty clothes down on the ground in their bathroom.
3: <laughs> I was the sweaty brother. <laughs>
2: you were the sweaty brother. <laughs>
0: I mean, you've got my knowledge of things that I've encountered at the house, and I'm trying to think what else we've gotten. But usually those are the biggies that mm-hmm. either you've gone to somebody's house and picked one up and brought it home with you, or you pick something up and you brought it with you.
1: Oh, I want to mention one because this is something that I've been doing. Acorns. Yes, and acorn weevils. <laughs> I have been picking up acorns because it's bur oaks and they're the big yeah. giant acorns but they'll be in any acorns and you can have acorn weevils come out so if you are somebody like me it's like oh these acorns are so pretty and I'm going to come in and they're going to be my nice ball decoration and blah blah, blah 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 just be aware that there are weevils that can be developing inside of said acorns and they'll chew a little perfectly round hole and then emerge out and then you'll have this like emergence of acorn weevils in your house and usually people are like why where did these come from it's like well they came from the acorns that you brought in so just well be aware.
0: it was funny because I kept thinking not and I knew when you were when you the minute you said that I was like oh yeah because the acorn wreaths that are sometimes given as a fall gift and we keep it up all right, so there it is, and then I saw this really cute thing about a guy that photographs and makes little acorn people.
2: I saw him, I saw him too. Did you? It was like on Sunday morning or something. On yes, CBS? It was on
0: a Sunday morning episode. Does so he, he carve them?
2: No, no, he just he kind of glues people. them together so they're little people oh, with wow. hats. Go look it up, oh, it's cool. cute. Uh, but yes, the acorn weevils is definitely a big one. I get that from like daycares because they they co- the kids have collected acorns and they're yes. making crafts from it. And then, the, but it's usually less the actual adult weevil, but the little maggot, the little grub, that comes out of it. I guess because they get disturbed, and that is appalling to people to yeah, have. But little they'll white be in the the around.
1: sensory table where they have all the yes. random whatever seasonal stuff. Yeah. Apparently, maggots cannot be part of the sensory experience they really should be
3: well Janet what about um, what about your favorite what about rats and mice
0: you mean the bane of my existence so, <laughs> and, and the reason I say that is is it's it's this time of year you go to that storage building that has all the stuff and you You remember putting it away last year and it didn't have any little black droppings on it. And now you've got black droppings on it. So now you've got to figure out where are they? If it's a storage building and it's out and it's away from the house, it's one thing. If it's right up against the house, then it becomes game on.
1: Well, it could even be like if you go to a storage unit, like if you have your stuff in a storage unit, it may be that your unit is fine and you didn't Mm -hmm. have anything but who knows what's going on in those other units so you could have rodents moving in and you know if you've got a couch or a chair or something in storage that you bring home that who knows what's nesting in there
0: (laughs) yeah well one thing especially which really and this does gross me out even for the the rat lady is on those tubs and I do I use the plastic closable tugs because cardboard is evil but I won't even touch those, co- those tubs without gloves. I make yeah. sure I wash everything and that stuff. And it all has to do with, there's a couple of illnesses that you can just get from touching their stuff. So I'm like really c- careful about it, but yeah, I know they're going to go out there and hit that. That's also the shed that I also make sure that pest control and I visit frequently.
1: No, I. I just want to kind of put this in everybody's brain because I know we're talking about a lot of stuff and this is not stuff that you want to bring into your house. And this isn't something that you need to panic over. It's not like everything in the world is evil and everything's trying to come into your home. This is just for you to have knowledge. So you are aware and you can possibly avoid some of these situations, but I don't want everybody to, lock themselves in their house and not ever go anywhere or do anything because we're like oh well you could get this from here and this from here and you know live your life do your thing but just be aware that you know we can introduce things into our own environments and so it's kind of a I don't know our public service announcement the more you know